Welcome back to High Fidelity Top 5, the weekly podcast where we analyze, discuss, and spin our thoughts on the movie High Fidelity, five minutes at a time. I'm Kathy Stoker. I'm David Stoker. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm Candace LaSalle. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. (laughs) What's going on? We are on our last episode (gasps) of the movie, of the podcast. Who's so sad? Who's sad? Who's sad here? I'm sad. Why are you sad, Dave? Is it because you'll miss us? No. I think I'm just sad because of the journey, you know, the... You know, Rob went on with Dick and Barry, and you know, yeah, it's a good time. So I'm gonna miss their. I I don't want there to be a part two, but I almost wanted there to be a part two to to. I want to check on them with Laura the in it or no doing. Laura. Uh, no Laura. No Laura. No. Oh yeah, no Laura. <laughs> Tom, Dick, and Harry. Rob, Dick, and Harry. Wait, Barry. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what movie are we watching? So Rob, Dick, and Barry, Rob, a.k.a. Dick and Barry. Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is episode 22 of our podcast, minutes 106 to 113. We begin with Barry Jive in the Uptown Five stage debut. And then eight minutes later, we close out with the final credit. The motion picture was created by Top Five Productions. Eight minutes later? What does that mean? <laughs> Ooh. Well, we're going to do the credits, too. Yeah, we're 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 following the uh, we're following the pattern that Star Trek Minute does, and we're lumping all the credits into the final episode. Oh, do you think we wouldn't have enough to talk about if we just did those three guys. minutes of credits? There's there are some those in the movies by minutes family that will they'll do a minute by minute breakdown of ten minutes of credits. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. So we're not doing it. So we're not doing it. Oh, Dave yeah, and Chris okay have that. spoken okay and have decided we're not doing it. I hope you girls are okay with that. Girls? Ladies? We women are fine with it. Yes. Excellent. So we're all on the same page. What about you boys? Uh, I'm fine 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 with that. (laughs) Okay. I meant to say men. No men here. No men here, yeah. (laughs) Right. So what do you think? Barry's still singing away. And um, Laura and Rob are... Hugging and get a room, making out and yeah, dancing a little bit. Yeah, the making out thing is—I I didn't like that. I don't approve of the PDA on the dance floor. It does feel a little—I don't know. I do think they're a little old for that. I was thinking the same thing, Candace. I mean, you know, we're not in college anymore. So there's an age limit to making out on the dance floor. Apparently. There should be if there isn't. There ought to be a law. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> if I were in charge. Yeah. Uh, no one wants to see that. No one wants to date. I mean, I don't have a problem with people making out. Yeah. But I don't know. There are people around you and just, you know, I guess everyone can just ignore them, I suppose. Which I, appreci- I, I appreciated everybody else in the crowd pretty much ignored them they weren't like all like turning like oh look at them they're all happy now i think i would have been creeped out and would have slid away from them (laughs) well yeah no one wants to dance next to the couple that's making out right right oh yeah no that's gross i wouldn't do that do you you think our (laughs) Uh learning something new do you think our 20 something year old selves would have been like oh my god that's so romantic or that's so cool 
No. There's no, no. romantic making out on a dance no, floor. No, you're making out on the dance floor, you're drunk. You're horny. Only happens in the movies. And, oh. <laughs> Only in the what movies. Did say? Uh, I think he said you're horny. Yeah, you're either drunk or horny or both. Well, I think drunk, yeah, those go hand in hand, don't they? That's going to be the name of my album. There's no romance on the dance floor. I thought you were going to call it drunken horny. <laughs> drunken horny on the dance floor. <laughs> that's well, going to be my autobiography. Porn, uh, porn movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's come yeah, back to yeah, so yeah, did you yeah. like their dance moves? Um we've got Laura and Rob and then we've got Dick and Anna. Anna, yeah. Well Liz I thought was really getting down to the music. With yeah. her Star Star I almost said Star Trek hair. Star Wars Princess Leia hair. I don't I didn't see the Princess Leia hair. I thought she had short hair. I'm like she does, but it just still just seemed like a look. Like a, yeah. it just reminded me of Princess Leia's buns, side okay. buns. <laughs> you like buns. Princess Leia's buns? <laughs> I like cinnamon oh, buns, bun. but yeah. <laughs> um, it was interesting that think... people in the yeah. crowd. So Liz is there. Uh, Carolyn Fortis is there. Yeah, I still find uh, that super weird. That she, and I said this last time. Like right. I feel like it's super weird that she was there. I just, I guess, I find it weird because a Laura's putting this whole thing on, and she recognized the fact that Rob was making a mixtape. And she still scored an invite. Mm. Yeah, but again, she writes for a record magazine or a music magazine. And so, I don't know. She got I, I have to wonder pass. what that conversation looks like. I think hey, maybe... I was thinking about, I was thinking about inviting uh, Carolyn... Uh, who? Who are you inviting? The woman you were making a, a tape for? Um, well, you know, she writes for... I don't care. Like, that's... <laughs> I, I envisioned the conversation going something like that. <laughs> There's, I guess, yeah. There's no other music writers in all of Chicago who could have come to the. Yeah, maybe another writer could come when they right. weren't flirting with. Right. Well, maybe that's how much Laura trusts Rob now. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. There's probably yeah, another writer there so. from another magazine that Laura was flirting with. So they're even Stevens. They're even Steven. Maybe Ian's there somewhere. We just oh, don't know. Well, that was where I was going. Like, how many people from the movie are going to show up at this club? Right, Vincent <laughs> Justin are there. Rob Dick Perry, well, Carolyn. Um, you know, right? Is Marie Charlie Sal? there going to be there? Yeah, Marie DeSalle. Right. <laughs> yeah, the the two young guys are there, and is one of them making fun of Stevie Wonder? Sadly, yes. Uh, very much Even so. Even though, as a side note, I mean, you shouldn't be making fun of them, but Stevie Wonder does not sing the song. Right, I oh, think Jack it, Black does. It shows right. how young they are and right. naive. Uh, Which one was making fun of Stevie Wonder? I don't know who they uh, are. Justin. Justin. I always want to say Vince Vaughn, Vince Gill, Vince yeah. and Justin. Yeah. Vince and Justin. Vince is stealing CDs. During that sequence, Vince is stealing CDs. Uh, Why is he stealing CDs? Well, uh, well he's it's a klepto. His, it's <laughs> yeah, it's his thing. Right. Yeah, maybe he's got a problem. Maybe it's a. He's clinical. weird. I don't like him. <sighs> Their music no, sir, stinks like too. <laughs> Sorry, Royal Trucks. <laughs> I just said that just because of that. Yeah, it is an interesting well, thing. Why would you steal? But the other thing is, what's what's he? Uh, for a moment, I was like, he's stealing CDs, but I'm like, is he stealing? their cds i mean the, the place is full of them right it's a it's a, it's a right. record debut thing and i thought the shelves were full of um 
at least around the DJ booth, are full of the album that they're, they're I mean, selling. The, the guy seems smarter than that. I mean, like, like when he was taught, whatever one was talking to Rob about, you know, Rob not wanting them at the show, even that, though the show just, was for them. Yeah. I mean, they're not dummies. That's dumb. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's good for a laugh for sure. I it guess worked it's for good me because I was when I I don't think I've ever seen it before until watching these minutes. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's stealing CDs. That's funny. Oh really? Yeah, I don't remember seeing it before. Oh. Hmm. Oh, hmm. Uh, oh, I see. Thank you all for humoring <laughs> me. <laughs> that was a collective. Wait a minute. No, I actually can't say teacher. if I noticed it before or not. I probably didn't. I thought I remembered the movie like ending right like. You know, a few seconds after that, I forgot that it, you know, switches to Rob breaking the fourth wall again. Yeah. He's I think the script ends us. right at the club. Yeah. Um, but the script doesn't have them, yeah, going back what to the, the, the apartment. Chris. Sorry, what? Book end in the club, or does it have... No, it ends here mom? with, yeah, it ends with the making of a great compilation tape. Um, do we like that? Yeah, I do. I like it. Why? Because I find it inform- <laughs> <laughs> I find it interesting information, and you know, sort of the way he explains it. You know, you gotta come out with a kicker, and then you know, you you, you want to take it up a notch, but you don't want to blow your wad, so you you know, you gotta take it down a notch. It's awfully crude. And what song it's is being crude. played, Dave, um, while he's telling us this? Um, I don't know what song is being played. Uh, it's uh, are you, are you asking me? <laughs> oh, you do the music for the scenes usually, Chris. So right. uh, Kathy called me Dave. That's why I was confused. Oh. <laughs> oh. I think I think we have a, know why she asked Dave. Oh yeah, Dave probably should answer it. Yeah, Dave. Dave definitely knows the song. What song is, is it, it, Chris? Is it uh, have something to do with our seventeen years ago we got married? Yes. Oh okay. But even more than that. You first played it for me in the parking lot of the Atlanta Zoo. I did. Ooh. Oh, interesting. You guys went to the zoo? We did. Huh. Learned something new about you today. I know. I had no idea. Yes. So anyway, it's Stevie Wonder's, um, I be- wait, I believe when I fall, it will be, fall in love, it will be forever. Right? Is that the whole title, Chris? Yeah, it's a long one. Yeah. it's. Yes, Is that the whole title? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a long title. Yeah. It is. It's a great song. It is. it is. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. I I never had heard it before this movie. Well, actually, yeah, before Dave played it for me. Hmm. I don't know if I had either heard it before this movie, but I don't know. Who knows? Oh, that's a good. Did yeah. you know when it was at our wedding that it was from High Fidelity? Yeah, I yeah. did. Wait, you knew that Kathy and Dave's wedding song. That's your association was high fidelity. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, I've just been like, did oh, you, Chris? Cool. No, I think it would have been like, oh, cool, Stevie Wonder. That's a good yeah. Song. Well, that's you, Chris. That's you, Mister Music Snob, <laughs> wait, wait, who wait. knows all music. <laughs> no, but it's, an, it's it's an obvious Stevie Wonder song. I, I, I oh, 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 it's obvious for uh, for you people who didn't know it before high fidelity. It's an obvious. Well, no, it's not like he's singing in a different voice. You can tell it's Stevie Wonder. Yeah? I didn't say I didn't know it was Stevie Wonder. I didn't know the song. 
No, that's not what I. That's not Wait, what I said. Do you want to reminisce uh, about our our wedding some more? All I'm saying is, yeah. All I'm saying is that you know, <laughs> Kathy and Dave were like, oh, their wedding songs. I believe that's because they love High Fidelity so much, and they're using that song as their wedding song. No, I, no, I that's not what I thought. It's a romantic song, and that's why Kathy and Dave picked it. That's that's what went through. Oh no, I didn't think yes. they picked it because it was from High Fidelity. That's what I asked you. Oh, and here we are, five minutes later. <laughs> Background. Welcome I, so I to took, our in, world. In, in Candace's defense, I would have taken the same uh, attitude, Chris, as well, because that's what I heard. I didn't hear you say like they picked it because it was a romantic Stevie Wonder song. I, I so yeah, I I kind of heard what Candace did. Thank you, Dave. Wait, so you're you're against me too? You're all against me. I think it was just the way you phrased it. Yeah. I knew the song from High Fidelity. I didn't think they picked the song because it was in High Fidelity, but that's how. I knew the song, and so I associate, in some ways, it with high fidelity. I see now. Does it make sense? <laughs> so do we like so do we- that, Rob? Um, <laughs> as the MC of this episode, um, so do we like that he he creates this mixtape for Laura? And does I mean does that mean you know he's going to love her forever? Well, like I. I guess I want to understand more about how he says, you know, he's like, I, I'm making a tape in my head for Laura of the things she likes. And I kind of can see how that's done. Like, I don't maybe I just don't understand what he means there. I think because he's thinking of what she likes versus what he likes. No, I no, I I understand that part of it. What I don't understand is the add on line of I can kind of see how that's done. Like, I does that mean because now he. He's, you know, at the end of the movie, at the end of his oh. journey, his his eyes are wide open and he's fully into the relationship. You know, he's he's got both feet firmly now in, you know, Team Laura. You know, she was he's not one foot out the door. I think so. Yeah, I saw it as that metaphor for their their relationship. It's okay. like I, I see how I can do that now, make her happy. Right. Yeah. I wish he had shared the songs though. Oh, like the whole tape? Sure, or at least the top five. But they're still in his head. Well, we know... Well, my my question that I had is, do, do you think, I believe, it is one of the songs on the tape? No. Oh, well, Candace says no. That was quick. Uh, mm. <laughs> why do you... What? Why? I don't know. I just don't... I just think that was... I, I think what's the word I think that I don't think he was listening to that song I think it was for us it's for us okay non-diagenic yeah non-diagenic say, let's bring it back what's that again that's non-diagenic yeah well, Kathy and Dave what do you guys think do you think that this song appears on the mixtape for Laura um I do I do too I do too they, they oh. like the Marvin Gaye song and I just yeah, I feel like it's kind of in a similar genre. I wonder if the High Fidelity soundtrack would be Laura's mixtape. <gasps> no, oh my God, no, I don't. No, because it's no. songs from the. That's movie. a great. <laughs> I know it's songs no. from the movie. No, Kathy, I mean that's songs a great... we heard during the movie. Not... I know, but that was. I feel. I agree with what it's Chris is like... about to say, and I don't even know that he's going to say it. That wow. Okay, so how cool. Would that have actually been. seen someone's mind blown? But wow, I'm seeing an action right now. Yeah. Well, I'm just That's saying, finished. how how cool would that have been if they had actually uh, done that? If we actually saw the tape, like at the end of the credits or something, and 
we just realize at the end, like a twist, like all the music we've heard through the whole thing has actually been the mixtape that he made for her. That's. I think that I, I would be disappointed in his mixtape for her. Well, well, or would be like, oh my god, that's what she's into. All the yeah, music in the movie, I, yeah. we thought it was for Rob all along. It was actually for Laura. Yeah, eh, I'm not buying it. I'm thinking of. I'm I guess it would of... have been bad and neat, but I don't think that's the case. And I don't think. I think it would be different songs. I don't know. I don't know what so, Laura's into, though. I, so this brings up an interesting conversation because at the end of every episode, we do a top five. And um, we uh, this week's fought top five, uh, which we'll reveal later. I'm now wondering if we should have changed it to be our top five songs for Laura. Because I'm oh. now starting to think of like what songs would she like? And I don't I'm thinking, know Laura like, enough. I, I agree. I'm thinking like 99 know. Love Balloons and uh, <laughs> you know some Falco and uh, Sinead O'Connor. No, you know uh, Dom Commissar and um, that's what I'm thinking. I don't even wow. know who Falco is. Sure, you do Rock Me Amadeus. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Who sings Falco? I mean, Falco's that's who sings. Falco sings Rock Me on the Days. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's who. Oh, I know that song. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Dave, I like all of your. You seem like you already have a mixtape in your head, like Rob does for Laura. That's some very specific song choices there. Is that. It's just uh, based on her nationality. Yeah, it was just based on her nationality. Oh, I see. I thought it was something ah. to do with like, like, like yeah, Paris. European, like European bands, stuff like that. Yeah, that's sort of what yeah. I was thinking. Sure. Do you think so? Do you feel satisfied then with the ending? I, do I feel satisfied? Yeah, but I'm like I said. I mean, I I want to know more. I'm invested now. I'm two and a half, two hours invested into their lives, and right. now I want to know more about them. Like, what happens next? Right. right. But you use your imagination. I don't know. I feel like making a mixtape shouldn't that have happened a long time ago. That was my question. Like, has he not made Laura a mixtape yet? Yeah, like, isn't that, like, one of the first things you do? I mean, I guess he kind of did, right, when they met at the club. Didn't he make her a tape? He said he was going to, yep. Um, right. I don't know. But I just feel like that's, like, early relationship stuff. But maybe they're starting over and it's real now. I don't know. Well, that's what I was going to say. Was Because if he had one foot in the relationship. Yeah. Most likely he's made her more than one mixtape but they've all been like this is music you need to like right this right, is stuff right, that i think is right. really good and you need to like it so like so, an ed- education so he's making a mixtape for her of songs that she will like or that songs that she knows already full of stuff she'd like and she'd that would make like, her happy and that would make her happy and, and some of those could be ones she knows and one of them, there. I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, as the camera's pulling back, there's a stack of records on the floor. Yeah, one of them is the Art Garfunkel album that they bought at the <gasps> flea market. Yes. So he's oh, most likely going to put attention. at least one of those songs on mm. there. That's good attention to detail. Thank you. <laughs> yep. So do we like Rob by the end of the movie? There were many times we did not like him. He's all right. Yeah, I would say I'm not... Uh, I'm not like, yeah, I love him now. He's great. I, uh... I feel, yeah, I don't know how I feel really. I mean, I'm satisfied. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, it's yeah, it's a satisfying ending, but it's not like, yeah, man, that it's not a you've great... got mail ending. No, you know. Oh right. 
you know, got mail. Don't cry, shop girl. But he's not Tom <laughs> Hanks. But God, you know, no. But, no one's Tom Hanks. Rob Cusick, if you're listening, worked? I mean not Rob Cusick. Rob, what's his last name? Cusack. Rob Gordon. His first John. Name is John. John Cusack. Oh, John, I keep saying the kid from high school. <laughs> um. Would this movie have worked with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan in the roles of Bob any and Laura movie Hawk? would work? But no, actually, no, no. Oh wow, no, Chris, because you just, you've just absolutely blown my mind. <laughs> <laughs> look at it, look at him, look at his mind. Blown. Who's who's the record store owner in this scenario? Is it Meg Ryan or is it Tom Hanks? Oh, oh, oh that's even better. So you gender flipped it. Like so now, I'm almost, I'm almost yeah. seeing blah, Meg blah, blah, Ryan. Be- no, that's, this is not working for me <laughs> at all. La, 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 la. No, no. But Jack Black is still Julia Jack Black. Julia Roberts and Richard Gere? Maybe. No. But no, they're not the same for me. I don't want to picture those those two in this this scenario. Big mistake. Big. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that. So. So, yeah. So, so Kathy would... <laughs> I was going to ask you if you were satisfied with the ending. Yes. 20 years ago I was, and now I am. I'm satisfied, but in a different way. All right. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's, yeah. Would we want more? Would we want to see a little bit more? Give me another 15 minutes, and and we can see what happened to everybody. Like, one of those montages at the end, like, you know, Rob (laughs) went on to buy record stores all over the city, and... Barry Jive in the Uptown Five, you know, did a world tour, that kind of stuff. Do we usually cool. get that in movies? I mean, or do you get a little, you know, are are you left hanging and making up the ending? I think a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of both sometimes. But I don't yeah. know. This one just seems like it's a. Uh, it had these weird moments of like you know we thought it was right. we thought it was over and then Carolyn Ford has popped in. You're like whoa, what the heck? And then right, right. And now we're you know, uh, we get the. You know, record release parties, doing a mixtape, and boom, it's done. Like, oh, oh, okay. I guess, I guess. Um, yeah, I feel you like you want to see we a four weddings and a funeral type clips. You know, where you see like where everyone ended up in terms of like, you know, marriage and stuff like that. So in in this, we see Anna and Dick are on a trip around the world, and yeah. you know, Barry Jive and Uptown or Kathleen Kathleen Turner Overdrive <laughs> yeah. is you know hit, you know taking the world by storm or something like that. Yeah, is that what you want, Chris? I think that's what I want, yes. Just a little closure. Yeah, I guess I do too because it took a long time to get here. You didn't get this moment until this moment. Like yeah. you didn't, like you said, you, you thought you had it and then you didn't. And then, you know, so I think we're feeling like, well, how do we know that this is it? Because, right. Yeah. You know, but I guess we'll never know. If there's little right. Rob and Laura's running around out there anywhere. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy! <sighs> do we want to transition to the credits? Well, I have to. I give my do my duty, and uh, oh, sorry. One last new T-shirt mm. appears here in this last moment. Uh, Rob's wearing an Alligator Records T-shirt. Um, Is that a real? It's a real um, record label. It's an independent record label from Chicago. It still uh, exists. Uh, I think it's still around. Yes, that's very um, cool. Yeah, so a lot of it's a blues blues outfit. Um, so I'm going to get myself one of those because I like that shirt a lot. I was just cool. thinking, how come you don't have one? I don't know. I don't know if I've noticed it before because it's kind of mm. a little hard to see until he sits yeah. in a certain certain way. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Christmas uh, present. 
<laughs> so yeah, I guess that's it. So we're now on to the credits. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, I, I realized I was, as I was you know, watching these and like, this is, this is one of those movies where there's no credits in the beginning, right? We didn't get anything right. in the beginning other than the title. Um, so, oh. so now we're getting all of the right you know, directed by written by all the, all that jazz. Um, well, didn't it switch over this by this time, late '90s, early 2000s? Because remember, we were growing up like '80s movies had the credits. Ugh, it's torture. Yeah, like all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the worst. Yeah. It was the worst. Uh, <laughs> I liked, I like the, I like these credits. These kind of the style is, you know, like all the uh, band poster kind of look to right. them all, and um, I was, I got thrown a little bit because you know it's like, oh. Uh, when they get to some of the cast, you know, it's like Jack, you know, John Cusack, and it was like Jack Black, and then yeah, I have it, I have them all in order, and it was a weird order. It's a weird order. Did you figure it out? I thought mm-hmm. it was by f- fame. Well, that's what I thought too, because like Lisa Bonet is like third. Yeah, uh, it's not fame. It's it's alphabetical after John Cusack. Oh, well, that oh, makes really? me feel better. Yeah. I didn't figure that out. I did think it was curious that some people were all in caps and some people were lowercase. And I was trying to figure out because it was all caps. Jack Black, John Cusack was all caps. and oh, Interesting. Um, and then some people, but then I thought, oh, some people get all caps and then some people got all lowercase, which I despise. They probably did that by request. I'd like to be all lowercase, please. Yeah, that's even worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> even worse. But uh, Lisa Bonet was both upper and lowercase. No, she's weird. <laughs> Shit, that, that's the way I would prefer my name to be written. Yes. Oh, oh, I mean normal uppercase. She was, yeah, lowercase. yeah, no, no, yeah, no, it wasn't like L. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it was like capital L. Small no. I. Yeah. Not capital S then and a lowercase. Right, no, no, no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's alphabetical. No, it wasn't. After John Cusack. Oh, wait a second. Read them off, Candace. What do you got? Well, I guess Tim Robbins gets thrown in there at the end, so he's well because he because he comes after Natasha Gregson Wagner. Right, but he's he his was listed as an, and and Tim Robbins, which is always that like right. oh and right. had, this guy did us a huge favor by being in his movie, so let's give him a special and Tim Robbins. Right. Which, right. Well, that's I think is a special credit for yeah. like a okay. All right, A list actor, yeah, because he had already played in Shawshank. We figured out, right? I, I think we, yes, I think so. I think it was before this. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look it up again. <laughs> oh. But yeah, was is he like the most A list of all these actors? Would you? God, I, I don't think I would have. Is he more A list than John? I guess no. uh, maybe it would depend on your age, like. I feel like, mm. you know, if you, I mean, how old, Tim Robbins is older than John Cusack, right? I assume so. I don't know. I, I guess probably a little more A-list, but. Mm. Yeah, he was in a few movies that were obviously bigger. He was in like Cadillac Band. He was in Hudsucker Proxy, Shawshank. Yeah, Shawshank was 1990. The Player, Bull Durham. I've seen uh, one of those movies. He was he was in Top Gun. What? Um, yeah, he was Merlin. Goose's replacement. I know. I forgot about that. Um, so he was. Yeah, I think he was definitely a 
quote unquote bigger star than uh, John Cusack might have been at the time. Uh, I think John Cusack also was sort of like a rising star as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was in Jacob's Ladder, which was a, I guess, was a pretty good movie. I didn't see it because it was horror. So. Yeah, it's free. Austin Powers. He was in The Love Boat too. That's weird. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. John Tim, Cusack. Tim, Wait, yeah, who? who are you no, no, about now? Tim Robbins. Was he? Who was he? The president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> One million dollars. He starts laughing. <laughs> One million. Um, so anyway, um, the only the only two things that I have for the credits, because I know that, you know, Chris, you did some awesome research. I, I was watching them, and the director of photography, his first name was Seamus. Did you notice that, Dave? He did, Seamus McGarvey. And... That's Seamus is our son, and it's spelled the Gaelic way. And I just thought it was cute since we like this movie, and the song was our wedding song. And Seamus is a rare name in America. Is that is that so. why you named Seamus? Was it because of this guy? No, no, we named him for Seamus Heaney, the Irish poet, and Seamus, the kid from Harry Potter. Seamus from Harry Potter. Finnegan. Oh yeah, Finnegan. Yeah, Finnegan. I think so. I know Casey and Finnegan from Canada. Do you know from Mr. Dress Up? No. <laughs> I've always wanted two two pets named Casey and Finnegan. Oh, someday. Really? Yeah. All our Canadian listeners are freaking out right now. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Dress Up. Chris, uh, does that mean you're getting two more pets? No. Oh, my God. No, uh, even I say how no. How come you didn't name any of the pets you have now that? Well, because uh, two of the cats the kids named... And then the other mm. cat had to have the same first letter. And then the dog is just, yeah. Uh, we all collaborated on that. Yeah, it was a family mm. decision, not yeah. a Candace decision. Not a Candace decision. Uh, Although Kathy gets credit for giving the idea. Of, ooh, wow. Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I do. What? Which one? The dog? The Hamilton the dog. name, yeah. the dog. All In right. case everyone was wondering, it's Eliza. Just okay, I didn't want any of the listeners, away. well, are you going to say the dog's name or what? What the <laughs> hell is their dog's <laughs> name? Yes. And you usually have to say it. Eliza, knock it off. I just said the other day, I think that's the word I say the most. Eliza. <laughs> um, My second point before Chris goes on <laughs> was the Chris song, I believe. I know. What's what? your second point? No, no, but, um, the song, I believe, when I fall in love will be forever, um, co-written by Stevie Wonder and Yvonne Wright for his for Stevie Wonder's 15th studio album Talking Book. Oh. Cool. Um, and I didn't know this because we haven't watched it, but it was also included in season one, episode 10 of High Fidelity tw- in 2020. Oh, yeah. It got canceled. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it didn't stand the test of time. But I, it was good to, to just actually do a little research because Chris has done most of our research. Do you think because the show came out in COVID time and therefore people were like, record store, COVID, I'm not going out. I don't know. We haven't watched it, so. Maybe it's just because it stunk. <laughs> That's also could be it. Yeah. I haven't seen Although that. Although now I'm, now I'm interested to know if there's an Ian because I know they do, they do a gender flip in that, right? So I'm wondering if there is a quote unquote Ian in that, in the show, mm. and who, who over the top actor is that? <laughs> oh right, I bet there's someone. 
Maybe there's some bonus episodes in our future with a Ooh. series. Maybe. Oh, wow. Maybe. maybe. You guys are all like, what are you kidding me, LaSalle? It's a good thing no. you threw in the word maybe. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> all right, Chris, give us some tidbits. Oh, I, my, yeah, you've set this up way too high, Kathy. I was, uh, I was just looking at uh, some of the, because we didn't get any of this in the beginning, like, oh, directed by Stephen Frears. Um, so I was looking at, you know, oh, what else has Stephen Frears done? All None of these names, like, rang a bell, which I don't know what that says about me, but... Uh, uh, Stephen Frears, uh, one of the one of the movies he directed, also directed, was Dangerous Liaisons, oh, which mm. that's a fantastic movie. Uh, yeah, I'd for, kind of forgotten about it. Um, um, the screenplay uh, was done by I can't get the names the guy's name right ever. D.V. Uh, Defensius, uh, Steve Pink, John Cusack, and Scott Rosenberg. Um, D.V. and Steve Pink uh, collaborated and also wrote Gross Point Blank, which uh-huh. was another. Mm, you know, John yeah, Cusack yeah. headliner. Um, <laughs> Scott Rosenberg wrote uh, Con Air. <laughs> Con Air? Yeah, like, oh, I was going to say, is John, that the one with the John, snakes? But that's not the one with the snakes. No. no. John that Cusack was also in that. I thought Nicholas oh, Cage was. was. He was. Oh. John, John Cusack, Cusack was in was Con Air? Oh. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was based on the book by Nick Hornby. Right. Um, the, it was produced by Tim Bevan, who uh, has done a lot of cool other production work. Uh, he did About a Boy, which was... <gasps> love that movie. The other Nick Hornby book. Yeah. Uh, he did Notting Hill. <gasps> I love that movie, too. And he did Bridget, did Bridget Jones' Diary. And I love that movie. I love this guy. Yeah, so... Why did yeah. I... Yeah. That's, um, what's, who is it, what's his name? That's Tim Bevan. Tim Bevan. And the other producer is uh, Rudd Simmons, who, um, amongst other things, has produced Royal Tannenbaums and Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. So some Wes Anderson films. Oh. Um, oh. Well... That's a oh, good wow. pair there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just thought those were interesting. Mm. Um, I do have a corrections department item. Wow, it's Ooh. the last episode and we've only had a corrections once? That's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was, uh, as I was going through the credits and uh, the original music for the movie was written by Howard Shore and I was like, original music I'm like uh-oh <laughs> Chris. uh so um turns out there is a there is a score to the movie and it's the song i correctly uh, incorrectly identified as hit the street um it's the scene the sex scene in the car we all loved that scene it's the mm. the proposal scene with the music in the background that i I was like, oh, that sounds like the same song from... What proposal scene? The, oh, in the, oh, in the, in the bar. Bar. Um, bar, yeah. So both of those are the original... It's actually the original score. Uh-huh. Um, so what did you Fidelity. do wrong? I, I misidentified the song. As what? You did? A whole different song? A whole different song, but a whole different artist. Oh. So... Chris, for yeah, shame. So for shame. So I, I, uh, I'm hanging up my hat now. No more tidbits for me. Aw. Oh, Timbits. Timbits. I love oh, a donut. Another one for Canadian listeners. <laughs> um, well, I think that's okay. I mean, it's all right to make a mistake. Thank you. Thank you, Candice. Oh, for sure. We learn from our mistakes, and you won't you make that one again. It, I won't make Dave. <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> Start the podcast all over. My uh, only tidbit that I had was I found it interesting that Sarah Gilbert's character's name, Anna, was spelled A-N 
A U G H. That was my only tidbit. Yeah. Was that how it was in the book? Yes. So an awe. And all. Oh. And a moss, anaconda. That, I think that might be Irish, right? I was just going to say, it must be, maybe. Perhaps. I don't recall if they said what her nationality was in the book. But it's likely she could have been Irish. Yeah, no, I just I just found it interesting that they usually will change it to the, like, American version. Like, uh, they would have just spelled it like A-N-N-A or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The lame way. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, there is another song that gets played during the credits. So after I believe uh, plays out, uh, switches to uh, "My Little Red Book" by Love, which is I think they've done at least two other songs on in the film so far. Um, so that's pretty fun. It's a fun tune. Yeah, I liked it. We missed Susie Cusack. Another Cusack <gasps> sibling was in the movie. Oh, who was it? Was it someone in the audience dancing? She's, it was a party guest, is what she was described oh. as. So I don't know if she was oh. at was it she at Charlie's dinner party, or I feel like that's a big fail on our part. Yeah. So she's a sister. She's a sis. She's John Cusack's sister. Yeah. John and sister. Joan. What's her name? John and Joan. Susie. 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 Younger. Younger or older? Well, guys, I don't know everything about Susie Cusack. I just know <laughs> that Susie Cusack. So Susie Q. Oh, That's goodness. so cute. I love that name. Well, yeah. Uh, all right. Jeez. What? <laughs> I just no. That's cute. It is. Um. Uh. Also in the cast, they listed uh, Green Day girl. She uh, the one. Wait, who asked? Wait, uh, is this the new Green Day? Yeah. Uh, Green Day is one word in the in the credits. <gasps> so that's a that's a big mistake. It's a huge wow. mistake. Yeah. So I wasn't impressed with that. Not impressed, especially for this movie. I mean. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> did anybody notice and laugh that they actually call out a specific, uh, someone who specifically got credit for the makeup and hair design for Laura? <gasps> oh, wow. They did? Yep. I wonder if they got any jobs after this. She did. Oh. She redid her, uh, Naomi Dunn is uh, her name. And I, my note said she redeemed herself because she also, in addition to lots of other stuff, she did the makeup for Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, okay. So these oh, guys wow. are all traveling in a pack, it seems like. I had a moment when I was looking at the, the there were stuntmen for John and um, Tim, Tim Robbins. I was like, why would they need stuntmen? And then I remembered the, the fight scene. Yeah. I'm like, oh, of course. I was like, was it for the love me love making scene with Laura? Was that why they needed to stop? But no, it, it was the the fight scene. Fight, fight. So this this just in from uh, Tidbit Central. Uh, Joan is the eldest Cusack. John, the second, and then Susie. Susie Q is the youngest. But there's also Anne and Bill. You are correct. But I'm just talking about the three in the movie. All right. Um, and the last one, I have a question. My last note is a question for you all. Um, there is a person. There's a person in the cast who is listed as the dialect coach. Uh, oh, well, that who, would be for Laura. Yeah. That's who do you think it was for? Yeah. I think it was Laura, so she could, yeah, her American accent. She could put on her American accent. I love when I hear people do American accents because, my God, that's, that's what, what we, we sound like. <laughs> we sound disgusting. Yeah. Ugh, American accents are the worst. Those people are awful. Yeah. 
So that's all I had for the for the credits. You did great, Chris. I, well, yes. thank you. <laughs> I noticed upper and lowercase. So that was my sort of my Candace tidbits. Excellent. Yeah. So that I mean that's that's it. It's the movie's done. High fidelity. That's it. Now so. I need to watch the whole movie all in one piece. I will say that. Not five I, minutes at a time. Not five minutes at a time. Uh, yes, I, I would I'm, like to... I'll be curious how I feel about it. Sorry. I keep interrupting. Yeah. Are you done? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. I would like to do that as well, Candace. Maybe we yeah, could watch it awesome. together. I did just, since our last episode, I did just sit and listen to the official soundtracks, like 13 songs or yeah. so, right? It's not all yeah, the... Yeah, it's a lot. Not the 70 or so that we've talked about over the course of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot more than I like ever have. Oh. So that was kind of fun Aww. because... Um, I, you know, Why do you think it, you did that? I Why? think it was because of the podcast, I think, because we, we did all this, you know, uh, I don't know, analysis and research and found some background stuff. It was, I just enjoyed it more. I felt like all the songs connected better for me. And, um, yeah. So I like that. Yeah. So any final thoughts? Um, like I said, I'd like to watch the whole movie start to finish and see how I feel about it that way. I think the five minute process, and I know you guys have done it one minute at a time. Uh, it really, well, I don't know. It makes me wonder, was it the five minute process that made me kind of like, God, Rob's annoying. Cause I don't know if I thought that when I watched it in twenties. Right. But, uh, or so is that what did it? Or is it just my age now that everything's just a little different? I watch things very differently now. Hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching it as a whole. Um, yeah. Dave, Kathy? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking up Billy Cusack. <laughs> um, I think I would agree to what you said about watching it to see if I wasn't as annoyed with Rob as I was like, mm. in the beginning. Like, would my emotions speed up so I wouldn't have time to analyze it like we've right. done? Yeah. Um, so we almost paralyzed yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some of the characters. And I never had not liked Laura until doing the podcast review. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm just wondering would I like her more? Mm. But now I'm stuck on Meg Ryan as a side. No, note. no. Anyway, Put that out of your head. That's not. Yes. No, yes. No, no, no. I've no. enjoyed taking this on because Dave and Chris have done a lot of minutes with Star Trek. And we've, Candace and I have guest starred on a few of those. And that was super fun. So this was quite a journey adventure to go on with the four of us so i appreciate all of us for doing it for taking it on yeah dave yeah no i hear what everyone else says yeah this was a great great bunch of fun great bunch of fun i'm excited i'm excited to do our last five minute five um top five our last and what would that five. top five be candace <laughs> Well, you shouldn't be asking me because how many times did Chris have to explain it to me? <laughs> it took me forever to get what we were doing. So we're taking our favorite artist. Yes. Like our all-time favorite artist or I guess one of our favorite artists. Okay. Yes. And I think we yeah. said our favorite our artist. Our favorite artist. So stop trying to change the rules. 
I'm not trying to change the rules. And picked our top five songs by that artist. Yes, correct. Correct. Five songs. Top five. I feel like top five, yeah. It was a yelling, sorry. I don't know what took me so long to get it. What, Kath? Was it hard for you? I actually did find this a little challenging um, Mm -hmm. because my artist, uh, yeah, uh, well. They're so awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you pick an artist because you like all of their music. So to Mm -hmm. pick five favorites. Yeah, it was hard. tough to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But it was an interesting challenge. Cool. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Go first, Kat. All right, I will. Or did you want to, Candace? Oh, I don't care. No, doesn't okay. matter. Go ahead. So, does anyone want to guess my favorite artist? Oh, this is fun. I know. Let's. I think we should all guess everyone's favorite artist. Okay. Chris, you guess Kathy? I say it. Oh, okay. are we can all do it at the same time? That's what I was thinking, but I think right. you could just pick. All right. One, two, three. Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. Billy Joel. Me so well, you win! Yay! Um, <laughs> um, so yes, Billy Joel, I picked as my favorite artist, and then the five songs, um, maybe even in order: number one, Piano Man; number two, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant; so good. number three, Vienna; number four, We Didn't Start the Fire; and mm. number five, River of Dreams. Mm. Ah, nice, good stuff. Totally yes. good stuff. Yeah. If we didn't start the fire would have been on my top five for Billy Joel. Hmm. Oh, I know. I went back and forth, but that's because I have a really good connection. Yeah. No, that's, hey, that's you, and I'm just saying that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, would you, can we guess for Dave? Oh. Uh, Dave. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Wait. Oh. I will tell you that Wait. it's, while it is my favorite band, it's my favorite band right now. No. Oh. Wait, Dave? what? No way. Okay, wait. Are we going to guess all at once? Wait, say what you yeah. said again, Dave. What? I said it is my favorite band, but it's my favorite band right now. All right, oh, so wow. we're going to guess. Ready? It feels like he's throwing me off. Okay. One, two, three. BTS? 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 Yeah. Ooh! Wow. You went with BTS? I did. Over Owl City? I did. I actually made three lists because I was thinking, <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't sure how I was going to play this because I have a list for my absolute favorite artist, which is Pink Floyd. I have a list for Owl City, who I enjoy all the time, who's one of my favorite artists. And then I'm just having so much fun with BTS right now that it's just like right now it's my favorite band. Okay. I love that. I don't think I would have guessed that if you hadn't said what you said. Right. Right. Um, That's why I prefaced it because right. I just I figured you would have probably yeah, would have guessed Owl City. Well, what, okay, but what would everyone have said if he hadn't said what he said? Owl City. I would have said Owl City. Owl City. Yeah. yeah. So and but I have I a list for that. Pink Floyd too, because I, I was like, Dave has yes. thrown me off so much with all this Pink Floyd stuff. I didn't know Pink Floyd was his all time favorite band. That's I learned something new about Dave. I've known him for like forty years. Oh. No, forty? No, not sorry, not that long. Thirty five. Thirty. Thirty five. Jesus. All right, Dave, go. Jesus. So, um, in no particular order, I'm going to go with Dynamite. Uh, Next one was Make It Right. Moon, Boy in Love. Not to be confused with Boy with Love. And Stay Gold. 
Stay gold. Oh. See wonder. Is, is that it a cover? Yeah, is it a cover? It is not. Oh. All right. All right. Cool. Who's I, next? I, I'm looking forward to this playlist. This is going to be super yeah, fun. Yeah. Uh, Candace. Yep. Okay. Oh. All right. So on the count of three. Yep. One, two, three. Bare naked ladies. Bare naked ladies. Duster. Those bare naked ladies. Why did you say oh. it like that, Chris? I feel a little like bare naked ladies. Of course, it's bare naked ladies. Oh, okay. I got nervous for one second that it might have been Hamilton soundtrack. Well, oh. yeah. I mean, I oh, probably have listened to the Hamilton soundtrack more than bare naked not... ladies, but and right. Guster is definitely way up there. Um, but okay, the, la the ladies were first. The ladies have been in my life since 1991. So that's mm. yeah. So the ladies. So it's hard. Ooh, I can't wait to the top. It's hard picking five top yeah. songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I went back to the beginning on their first album and I went with Enid. Um, I love that. Yeah. Love Enid. And then, so I did do, I had to, I did pick a song from when we did our top five records. Yeah. Because one of my top five records was a Bare Naked Ladies song. Mm -hmm. And I did think it was okay. I know maybe I, I sure. didn't, yeah. I didn't confirm that it was okay that I'm using the song again, but it feels logical, right? Like, so I have Jane as my mm -hmm. other one. Obviously, mm -hmm. I like songs named by after women. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, this is now still with the band with Stephen Page in it. Um, Call and Answer. It's a great song. Mm -hmm. um, and then when Stephen left... Uh, off their first album without Steven, um, Four Seconds. Super fun song. And it's a very, I think after Steven left the band, it, they got a little more serious, kind of. I mean, Steven had a lot of serious mm. songs, but I think, I don't know, they weren't as goofy, I don't feel like, after Steven left. No. Is Four Seconds the Bank Heist song? No. Oh, okay. Um, and then my last one was, um, did I say that out loud? So. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, it is. Is it my turn? Yes, yeah. your turn, Chris. All right, so on the count of three, we're going to guess your top artist. Mm. One, mm -hmm. two, three. Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. Genesis. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that, Dave. Dave, you're wrong. Oh. Really? I thought, well... Peter I was just trying okay. to be different. I was just trying to be different. Okay. Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Peter Gabriel, obviously my all-time favorite. Trying to find five of my favorite songs. Yeah. Like, oh God. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> what I decided to do was I, I the stuff I picked, went to iTunes. <laughs> yep, Sorry. that's part of what I do. <laughs> <laughs> what songs play the most? Five All stars. Right. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. His methodology. Let him talk. No, Let no him actually, talk. actually, no, there, I, I, I want to hear that. I want to hear the answer to that question. What? What is the top five star song? If that's how you do it, what's the most played top five star song from Peter Gabriel? Is that how you did it? Uh, it's Mother of Violence is the answer to that question, Dave. Oh, wow. Is that on your list? That's not what it... Yeah, uh, it's on my list, but it wasn't the top 
five. It's like a top okay. ten. All right, sorry, we're um, taking away. Go ahead. Five so songs. Peter five Gabriel. songs. So uh, first one was That Voice Again, which is on off the So album. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one was Only Us, off the Us album. Uh, next one, I've, this is a, a, a duplicate that I've said before, but it's Heroes, which is a David Bowie cover off Scratch My Back. Um, Rhythm of the Heat off Security. And then the last one, um, uh, 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 I don't know. That's, that's where I struggle with these last. <laughs> I'm going to go all the way back to his first album, Pick Humdrum, off of Peter Gabriel 1. Peter Gabriel 1? Also known as Carr. Oh. Um, so yeah, so I, was, I, I wanted you to pick Salisbury Hill. Too obvious. Nope. Yeah, no. I no first, Bico? These are these are some deeper cuts. Uh, oh. Yeah, no Biko. I didn't do Biko because specifically because I'd already done it in another list. Um, and these were these are the ones that are like for me like these like I love all of his albums, but there's like these things that mm. they never got released as singles, but they're like they stand out. They're like like that voice again on the So album. There's there's a note in there that he hits and it holds for like a minute. That's like, I get goosebumps every time I listen to it. So it was, a, it was easy to pick that one. So, yeah. This is going to be a weird playlist. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Considering so five to four songs are in Korean. <laughs> well, that too. But I just, it's a very, it's just, I, I just, I mean, I, you know, I, all of our playlists. Eclectic. Yeah. It's very eclectic. I guess weird. I shouldn't use that word, but all the other playlists they've had like a, commonality right i mean mm. there was a theme yeah you know um but this it's is just much more us yeah one, yeah into personalities yeah. are gonna right stand out more yeah yeah sure so there cool. you go our last top five the last top I'm five excited. yeah mm. all right guys want to take us out one last time chris one last time like are <laughs> we gonna do, are we gonna do another movie oh <laughs> oh. oh crickets <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a hiatus for. <laughs> We're uh, pondering. Yes, pondering. yeah, yeah. What uh, movie would the four of us do? Would we stick in the John Cusack realm and do something like Gross Point Blank? Mm, no. <laughs> uh, somebody already. Did, All right, then. Someone, oh, someone already, already did that one. Better Off Dead's already been done in the oh! movies by Manet Family. I love Better Off uh, Dead. That would be so fun. That would be a fun one to do for sure. Be a lot of giggling in that one. Oh my god. Um, but all right. Well, you know what? You can uh, you can find us. Yeah, if anyone, but someone could listen and say you guys would be great at doing this movie. Right. Blah, make blah. some suggestions. Please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us what movie we should break down by five more minutes. Um, oh. So head over to uh, highfidelitytop5.com. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter as High Fidelity Min. Um, uh, Spotify has the we are High Fidelity Top Five podcasts on Spotify and all of our playlists that we. Uh, uh, do when our top fives are there. I feel like I've said top five a hundred times in the last 30 seconds. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, you can interact with us and uh, chat with us on the on Facebook at the High Fidelity Listener Lounge. Uh, I don't know why Candace is laughing at that. Interact with us. <laughs> Please, I, I love to be interacted with. Um, and uh, last but not least, one last time, if uh, you enjoyed the show, please uh, head out and uh, leave a, a rating and a review. We'd love to get your feedback on what you thought. And tell a friend, why don't you? And uh, I guess we'll, um, uh, we're not going to see you next week. So I guess we're just going to say thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Take care.